common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now is Melissa DeRosa. Of course, she was the secretary to then Governor Andrew Cuomo, the right-hand person. Melissa, uh, great to have you. We have a lot to talk about, but I, I want to throw out first about the rat czar for two seconds because uh, did you hear that there's now a new rat czar um, who is on board, and it's a woman, Kathleen Conrad, uh, uh, and she also, by the way, the cost, get this, cities announced the creation of a Harlem rat exclusion zone, and it basically cost 3.5 million to improve and increase inspections that's a lot of money that's a lot of cheese this is a lot of cheese i have to be honest i haven't been watching the rats are issues super closely i know obviously this has been an issue for eric adams for the last year he's been talking about this issue so you know apparently he's putting his money where his mouth is or someone's money where their mouth is so following through Absolutely. And let me let me go to Judge Weinberg. You have a lot of questions. Melissa, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. I think there's a rat up in Albany about what's going on with the appointments to the Court of Appeals. First of all, you have uh, Governor Hochul totally folding to the progressive wing of the Democratic Party in terms of their nominee. Instead of having a centrist, they go with with a liberal. Then they go off the uh, constitutional obligation to uh, have a separate commission review and recommendation names tend to go off to the the previous list, which is unconstitutional. And now you have Senator Stuart Cousins saying you're going to have direct appointments and abolish the uh, Judicial Commission, which is an independent screening panel, to make sure there's no politics and partisanship and you get the best people. What do you say about all this? Yeah, but the state senate would draw up the list. which makes Of it, course. Yeah. Peter King, <laughs> Congressman King is exactly right. What's it going to do is the, who, who, the state senate, the staffer will come up with the names of the list and give it to Hochul, and those, Hochul will have to say amen to that list. Well, the Senate already took it over by denying LaSalle by, for the first time ever that the Senate, under advising consent, nixed a nominee of the governor. The whole thing is absolutely, I smell a rat, I have to tell you that. No, what do you say, Melissa? The, the, whole, the whole thing is a, is a disgrace. And honestly, there is a, a crisis of confidence right now in the judicial system nationally. I think you see what happened with the Supreme Court when they overturned 40 years of precedent on Roe. You see what happened in this last couple of weeks, last couple of days, excuse me, with the ProPublica article you know, outlining potential ethical issues around Clarence Thomas. You see the the weaponization of D.A. Bragg in what I view, weaponization of what D.A. Bragg did with Trump. You're seeing it on the left, right, and center, and it's just getting worse. And here in New York, it's being completely corrupted. So the redistricting case, which I think sort of set off all of this, that was brought by the Republicans, but then also backed by good government groups, then, you know, it ended up overturning these highly gerrymandered, districts that was flouting the the state constitution. That law, anti-gerrymandering law, was put into place after two successive votes of the people of New York State. It was unequivocal, 58 percent, 60 percent said they do not want gerrymandered districts. The legislature acted in violation of the state constitution when they gerrymandered those seats. The case goes up, the court acts appropriately and on the merits of the law and strikes down those seats. I'm a Democrat. Of course, I would love more Democratic gerrymandered districts. It's more important to abide by the Constitution, which is what the court did. Then, as a result of that, all of this around Janet DeFiori, she gets pushed out as the, the chief judge of the Court of Appeals. And since then, everything around the Court <clears throat> of Appeals has been a complete and total debacle. 
so to your point, Judge, to your point, Chairman, now you have, what do you, we have two wrongs make a right. We have two wrongs, three wrongs, four wrongs. It's all gone off the rails. You're trying to violate the Constitution by picking two, which is in direct violation of the Constitution. I'm sure it'll get challenged, and then that'll get thrown out. And they'll have to start over again on the associate judge position. And then you have Andreas Stewart Cousins came out yesterday saying, we don't like the process, which has been in place since 1977. We want to pass a constitutional amendment to strip the process where you have the judicial screening panel that goes through, vets judges, puts together a list of highly qualified judges for consideration. The entire point of it was to remove politics from the judiciary at the highest level in New York. And they want to go backwards. So it is just a disgrace across the board. I served on that commission on judicial nomination for 18 years. I have to tell you, it did a very good job right from the scratch in screening the, 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 the candidates for either associate judge or chief judge. And uh, it will also, the way the voting process worked, which was secret voting, things could happen there in order to eliminate people who just weren't suited to be the appropriate judge on the Court of Appeals, which is the only court in the United States that has its own name. It's not a Supreme Court. It is a a Court of Appeals, and it's known as the most prestigious common law court in the world. And we want to keep it that way. And that that commission was meant to do that. You know, you're absolutely right. And if you if you trace back how this is happening, it's happening because the far left in the legislature was unhappy that the Court of Appeals acted appropriately in upholding the Constitution. And so they are doing their best right now to strip them of any credibility and ensuring that moving forward, the court acts non-politically. The the result of upholding the Constitution was a special master redrew the districts, and we have more competitive districts than any other major state. Actually, there are nine competitive districts, which means you compete. It doesn't mean that, you know, four of them, which is where the gerrymander works, are all Republican and the other 22 are all Democrat. That means that the vote really goes to the primaries rather than the general election. When you have competitive districts, that's what's important. And, boy, we were going to – we did very well last November because it, it, was, a, it was a red year. A presidential year in, in this state's going to be a Democratic year. We're going to have to fight to hold on to them. Well, and the, and the larger point is, Chairman, and I agree with everything you just said, but the larger point is that's what the people of the state of New York wanted. It was on the ballot. They went to the ballot box and they affirmatively said, we do not want to. By the way, credit so, to Governor Cuomo for getting it started. You've been very, <laughs> you've hung back. And, on that, and that, that's, that's right. We did, we did the anti-gerrymandering under Governor Cuomo. And the point is, it's, you're not supposed to substitute your judgment as as politicians for the people when the people make those kind of decisions. It's like when you see what's happening with the judiciary, what's happening with the weaponization of prosecutors across the country, across the board, it's like, why are we trying to outdo them here in New York and make it worse here? We have a good system in place. It has worked since 1977. Why are we trying to go backwards and do things that are more reminiscent of a corrupt era that we're trying to distance ourselves? Well, so, Melissa, if you listen to these guys, it sounds like this radical right-wing court. Those judges are all appointed by Andrew Cuomo. That was a centrist court. Know, No, Congressman, I I made this point on Twitter today. I said the press is part of the problem because the press has continued to label that court a conservative court. There's one Republican on that court. One Republican, the rest are Democrats. The point is that they are well-qualified jurists 
who act in the best interest of the law and the Constitution and not on their political whims. So if that makes them conservative, it's like we're divorced from reality here. Yeah, they're not far left enough. <laughs> that's the, uh, the, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. If they abolish this commission, what do you think you're going to get? They're going to pack the court with ideological extremists. That, yeah, it's that's what they want to do. Melissa well, DeRosa. When you, look at, when you look at what happened over the weekend, right, when you had two, two dueling decisions come down on the abortion pill, one that was saying it's unconstitutional, the other saying it absolutely should be upheld, it leads the American public to say, what is going on with the judiciary? This does not seem like judges are interpreting the law and making decisions based on the law. It feels like they're doing it based on personal politics. And what they're doing in New York only further reinforces that, and it erodes the confidence in what is supposed to be the non-political branch of government that holds the whole thing together. So it's incredibly dangerous, and I think we should be ringing the alarm bell about this for as loudly as we can. Said from a Democrat, too. Thank you, Melissa, very much. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll, let's all stay on top of it to make sure we have law and order and and I, I cry for our city and I cry for our state. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, there shouldn't be politics in that. Wow.